back to Manny's Power Hour, guys, and I have a special guest with me. I know when you guys saw my first episode, you're wondering who the heck is Matrix. Um, but this is Matrix, uh, longtime friend, um, somebody I've played video games with, the guy that I said that I ditched and I apologize for. I don't know that he's accepted my apology yet, but we'll see. <laughs> Um, but Matrix, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people? Uh, I'm Matrix. Uh, in Matrix OI, you can uh, feel free to friend me up because I don't have many of them. I play with a certain number of people because I've been, I've been gaming, man, probably since when I came out of the womb. Probably is the last time I remember, like the first time I remember actually gaming. And I've been on every single console. I, I love gaming. Uh, not to brag, not to toot my own horn, but I ran one of the top 10 teams in the entire world on GB uh, with gaming. Uh, IWMW stands for I Wish a Motherfucker Would. Can I cuss on here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> stands for I Wish a Motherfucker Would. Uh, it used to be called Saints and Sinners. We've had so many different people. We've beaten teams uh, that are well known that you guys would know currently as Optic Gaming and Phase, uh, Clan Phase. Um, but like people back in the day that you probably don't even know of because their clans are no longer existent. We played over all kinds of FPF games, ranging from Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six, Black Arrow, Lockdown, all the lockdowns, Halo, Splinter Cell, and all the Call of Duties. Um, uh, that's that's pretty much all I can pretty much say about uh, myself and my love for gaming. Okay, so why don't we start with what was your first gaming console? My first gaming console had to be the first Nintendo. Old school, gray, blow into the cartridge to get that bad boy to work kind of system. I mean, I know that before that would have been our Atari, but I didn't have Atari. Uh, what was your, do you have like a favorite game from that first console or? Super um, Mario Brothers. Why is Super Mario Brothers your favorite? It's a classic, but why is it your favorite? I guess, you know, gaming, uh, yeah, people played on Atari before then, and I'm sure they have a favorite game like Centipede or Frogger, but I think that popular game that came out um, from that console was Super Mario Brothers. So I think that that's what was popular. That's what I fell in love with. That's what I enjoyed playing. So after your Super Nintendo, what console did you go to next? Not Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo. Regular Nintendo. Super regular Nintendo regular. is a completely different, yes. uh, and I don't even think I ever owned that one. No. Uh, after you read one after? Yeah, did you go to? Um, I don't remember significantly after. I can say what my favorite after was. Is yeah, let's go with the, that. Then. With the N64. Mm -hmm. And um, I still would give anybody, including you, because I know that we've, we've discussed <laughs> this, anyone, I don't care who it is, the creators of this game can try and line up against me. They're not beating me. Uh, GoldenEye. No, I, and I know you have people that are watching this, and I'm telling you right now, you can't beat me at GoldenEye. Guaranteed, <laughs> no one can touch me at GoldenEye. It's a guaranteed loss. We can put three against one. You all can have odd job. You would lose. <laughs> Everybody sees GoldenEye as kind of like that classic video game, you know, something that really sparked them in their, their first love of video games. What do you think made GoldenEye so special? I think that we... Looking at like the Nintendo and Atari, yes, and even on you know Super Mario Brothers, you had the addition of like Gun Hunt that you can play. But this was like that violent, 
Call of Duty version from back in the day of what we had and could experience. And I, I think that people fell in love with that, number one. And then also just the love and passion that people have for Bond. I mean, everyone growing up during that time wanted to be a, an agent or wanted to be 007. So you got a be the best of both worlds with it. Uh, and it was just good. It didn't have the, the best graphics, but it had the best graphics during that time. Um, and it didn't have, you know, the best anything else like characters and guns, but you grew to love them. I mean, the DD4, I'd smack anybody with that DD4. I mean, <laughs> proximity mines, it's a guaranteed kill. I mean, everything was down to a T was still good. You could use slappers. You could use, uh, I think they had knives. Pretty sure they had knives. Yep. Throwing knives on that game. And regardless on that, like all of those were legit solid guns that you could use and you fell in love with um yeah so i guess after n64 and goldeneye what's your next most memorable console move did you get a playstation did you go to playstation 2 i definitely played on playstation and um smackdown versus raw which we've also talked about <laughs> i would give everybody in the world especially 2008 you couldn't touch me <laughs> no one can touch me on 2007. I'm sorry, not 2008. You can't touch me 2008, but definitely 2007. That was like my golden time period. We used to, um, I'm a big wrestling fan. We used to host like um, wrestling events where we would watch the pay-per-view and then have like a tournament afterwards. And inside the tournament, we bought some of those like cheap belts that you can get from like Target or whatever. And we had the main champions, tag team champions, you know, intercontinental, US champion, hardcore champion. We had belts of all sorts. So people would face off to, to fight inside the tournament uh, to try and win those belts and be the champion. And, and, you know, we got to factions, we got to like promos, uh, all kinds of things. I mean, it was it was legit a real life version of WWE or WWF back then uh, with video games attached. Uh, so it became a night of just, you know, 100% gaming mixed with wrestling, um, probably every, man's dream uh, for those that are into those things <laughs> i would definitely say 2000 uh smackdown versus raw 2007 is probably the gold wrestling game for me just because i have a lot of great memories on it playing with my best friend and us just making tag teams and playing against each other and just having so much fun with that game um that that game was great and i kind of miss stuff like that uh i feel like we don't have that now so kind of moving on to like the next generation of consoles, which would be like Xbox 360, PS3. Did you have either of those? Um, I think that's the time period where I fell into clanning uh, game battles. But before game battles, it used to be called Team Compete uh, for their global website that you can game on. And uh, so I was over like a friend's house and he he's playing on Xbox, the first Xbox, the big bulky one that looks like an X. And I'm like, what's that bull crap? And he's like, oh, this is the Xbox. I was like, what game are you playing? And he's like, oh, uh, you know, Rainbow Six. And for me, like, I wasn't into FPS games at all, nor was I into games that I've never heard of. So I'm like, I don't want to play that. He's like, just test it out, play a couple. And um, I think for my love of GoldenEye, you know, all the games aside from GoldenEye were games that were geared towards like Super Mario Brothers and, and Marble Madness, FIFA. NBA Street, NBA Jam, you know, stuff like that, Sonic. And so I wasn't really an FPS gamer. 
You know, I played more wrestling games and more adventure games than anything else. So I played a few games and I just fell in love. And I was in some server with some guy who happened to actually live in Michigan, ironically. Out of everybody in the world, I come across this guy who lives in Michigan and he lives like literally 10 miles from me, 10 miles or less. And he's like, dude, we should start a clan. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And he's, and that's how we started Saints and Sinners. He was a youth minister. He was a saint, supposedly. And I swore and did a whole bunch of other stuff. And I was the sinner. So it became Saints and Sinners. For years, it was that. And then eventually when Kings of Comedy came out and Cedric the Entertainer was doing his bit about I wish a motherfucker would, I was like, that'd be funny if that was the name. And then we changed it to that. And it was that for many years to follow. So Rainbow, you know, we just stuck with Rainbow and then more Rainbows came out, Black Arrow, Lockdown, Lockdown Vegas, um, one and two. And, uh, you know, then eventually it moved into like Halo and we played a little bit on Splinter Cell and then Call of Duty came out. And I think by the time we got into gaming on Call of Duty, it was Call of Duty 4. They didn't have multiplayer gaming that was as popular. I think they did have it on 3, but it wasn't as popular as um, 4 and on, Call of Duty 4. Um, 1 and 2 had just single player. So eventually we moved over to Call of Duty, and then we fell in love with that. And we played everything from core to hardcore gaming through, you know, Xbox One series. And I still have an Xbox uh, One, so... Okay, so just to kind of wrap up the kind of console talk before we move into some other topics. So we know the next gen is out. Do you have a next gen console yet? No, not yet. I'm working on it. I want them to work on getting better consoles. <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation 5. Uh, I don't know how anyone can uh, charge $500 for something that doesn't work. That's like buying a car and saying, well, you know, occasionally it's brand new, but the radiator may go out. Here, here. Like, I'm not about to spend a lot of money for a car and you have problems just like i'm not going to drop 500 dollars for uh, a new console and there's right. issues but i'm definitely going to switch to the ps5 and why are you making the jump to the ps5 it seems like i have a lot of friends that are kind of making that jump to playstation from xbox is there like a specific reason for that um or from xbox, xbox to playstation xbox is on some bs I, I had a big situation where they were charging me money they switched my account or they say i switched it from like yearly payments to monthly payments like who would do that that costs me more and then they weren't going to fund me my money back they're like well, we'll give you one month free it's just a lot of stuff with customer service the quality of the console you know i've been through the four rings of death all rings <laughs> uh, where i just feel like they weren't making a good system you know then you had the exclusive games and i wanted to play those exclusive games for playstation um there's, there's a, a long list of different things that caused me to, to switch yeah i think just because i think what happened to you probably is you got it early but xbox doesn't have a yearly pass anymore yearly pass anymore um they have moved on to like a month monthly fee and you get like it's because you're the different things you can get with the series s and the series x um you can play your games anywhere now on a computer or something like that but uh they don't have the yearly subscription anymore so they probably just got you early um, no because mine was on like auto repay and oh. they they said that i went in and changed it i was like why would i change that if for 15 years i've been on a year subscription <laughs> because i decided i wanted to pay more i'm like no xbox i like i told him i said look i'll write a letter to every single manager up until bill gates until i can get bill gates and have him resolve this and they're like there's nothing we can do i'm like you guys are a billion dollar company you're not going to give me uh several months that i've already paid for right yeah that's crazy 
That's crazy. Well, it sounds like a good reason that, to switch. So we kind of went through the gears of like your gaming and like the different consoles you had and some of your favorite games. And a lot of people ha- uh, say that gaming has changed a lot. Would you agree with that statement that gaming has changed? Definitely. Um, since the beginning of your time and and if so how has gaming changed i mean there's too much to to name i mean you can say graphics you can say storyline you can say uh the the kinds of games that they came out with like i said you didn't have the the shoot them blood and gore kinds of things until you got to i mean maybe there was a game that i you can think of prior to uh uh golden eye where it was that blood and guts shooting kind of thing but you know modern warfare call of duty or even rainbow that i mean they really advanced that uh for like what one was able to do on games and gaming uh definitely the the, the storylines have definitely changed you didn't get those um advanced it, almost like playing a movie a mixture of being a part of that game plus the cinematics and, and it makes you feel like you're a part of this movie or this adventure um you just had a joy in playing games back when it was, you know, just getting started. And then you move towards an era where your imagination was was exploded by some bomb of, of pure greatness. And then the, the, the level of graphics, I mean, if you look at how graphics were, where it was like blockade kind of stuff, and, and it leads me into like looking at how popular Minecraft became because Minecraft didn't go with the traditional, let's have amazing graphics they went with like the old school graphics and that game became popular uh i don't know if it's because of nostalgia or that or or maybe just the ideal of building whatever you want building a world um but graphics play a a huge factor into the change of gaming as well as you know story and uh, capability to be engrossed into the world of gaming to, to feel like you're a part of it or you're that person and that goes even with the difference of first player to, to third player gaming yeah. and that evolved over time too to make it look like instead of looking at the guy now you are the guy yeah uh so do you think that you know aside from graphics and maybe storytelling and some of those other positives um you know some people say that gaming has changed some aspects are good or some aspects are bad uh, do you think there's been some like negative changes in gaming um, that we've had, you know, people cite microtransactions, how microtransaction latent games are now, or, you know, even with Call of Duty, a game I know that you like with the skill-based matchmaking, um, people are really complaining about that, especially on Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War right now, about how bad the skill-based matchmaking is. So are there some things that you think uh, gaming has changed in a negative way? I mean, everyone's going to have an opinionated point of view on how it's changed in a negative way. Me being a hardcore gamer, I mean, there's not much I can say. Looking at some of the things that you've named in terms of um, how companies that that make these games want to try and produce something that's better or different. Using Call of Duty as an example, where you move for this realistic boots on ground kind of thing to now you have uh, these soldiers that are flying in the airs and they're robots like Terminators kind of thing. Like it's 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 stupid. We're talking about advanced warfare here, but continue. <laughs> Uh, there's a couple of them, Black Ops three and four. Like, there's there's quite a few where it was just unreal. kind of boots on the ground. It's kind of boots. Um, on the ground. There was unreal. There were Terminators inside of that one, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Like, why why am I fighting Chappie? Like, this makes no sense. Um, it, it it's it's changed 
in the aspect that I think that people want to be the designers want to be different and create something new but it loses its value. It's like, all right, well, we're gonna create a new golden eye, except now everyone's gonna have bobbleheads. Like, why? Why are you doing that? Like, let's not take away from that. And you won't have guns. You, you guys will get some old school guns uh, from like the 1920s. Why? Why are you doing that? Oh, now they, they all have wings too. They can get special features where they can get wings and fly. Why? Stop changing GoldenEye. Stop changing uh, Call of Duty. I mean, I think in that aspect, that is what sucks about yeah. the game, uh, uh, game industry and how gaming has changed. Other than that, I think, I also think that they come out with a lot of the same concepts, not very often, do they change the uniqueness of having new stories and new ideas? Let's have a new Star Wars, a new Call of Duty. Let's come out with something new. That's how you got Last of Us. Mm -hmm. um, that's how you got some of these other popular games. And I don't think that they come out with those really genuine popular games versus having a sequel to another game. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think there's some, um, some growth uh, that could be had there. Um, so kind of just like talking in terms of gaming still and like maybe not even an industry, but the gaming community as a whole. Um, do you think the gaming community has changed um, from when you first started gaming? Uh, well, this kind of piggybacks on your last question because I look at it from the perspective that we used to play clan matches through, uh, you know, Call of Duty and Rainbow. We used to use, um, you know, now they have like turtle beaches and, and different headsets where you can hear everything. And before you used to just have to hook up a really good headphones to, uh, you know, some speakers or whatever. So you could just listen through through that. And uh, so that has has changed significantly as well. Um, to answer your question, re rephrase your question with you like. So, like, uh, you consider yourself a part of the gaming community, right? Yes. Uh, maybe, like, the Call of Duty community or... Uh, so how has the community changed? Yeah, so how, how do you think the community has changed? I think that there... You had a list of people, like I said, to piggyback off of that, where they were genuine gamers. And I think that the community has changed from being a good gamer to who has the best hacks or the best mods or the best controller or the best headset and in terms of the people that are playing i mean you get a lot of these younger kids as well mm -hmm. uh, that adults apparently are letting them play people think that that affects them to where they become more violent but them getting on and playing has, has dumbed it down i mean when i looked at when i started little kids were more engrossed with oh let me go play spiral the dragon versus let me get on and play call of duty suck and talk shit to somebody that's 40 years old and think that uh that i'm not going to insult you and make you cry back to your daddy who gets on the microphone and is upset and i have to cuss him out so um i think the community has changed in that aspect for where now everybody's playing it you know it's not really about who's good and even looking at some of those good names that i name dropped that we beat like clan phase and optic gaming i mean you play on those competitive websites where your record is important and individuals like them um they clan restart so their record always looks good regardless on if people like myself and my clan back in the day would beat them and it just it doesn't fare well with being good you know yeah you're taking away the statistics of what makes you genuine like clan phase could be like a thousand losses and 800 wins 
but because they clan restart so much, you, you'll never see that. And that's like taking, not not to talk about, you know, sports related stuff, but that's like taking Jordan and his accomplishments and then hiding them to, to hide something better because you don't, uh, or not even accomplishments, some of his downfalls to hide those just because uh, you want to make sure that the accomplishments are more uh, visible. Yeah. I think that, that that takes away from it too, because people are all hyped up about some of these names and big names. And it's really, it's a, a false advertisement. It's an illusion. And um, I think that that doesn't hold to be true. And that all goes with like hacking and, and everything mm-hmm. that, that has changed the community community in general as well. Yeah, um, I know a lot of hacks and a lot of exploits and people finding their way around, especially on skill-based matchmaking. I've seen a lot of people like the top people who do really well with KDs and stuff like that. They're finding their way around the skill-based matchmaking algorithm to do um, to do so well. I think it's interesting just kind of sticking on this topic of Call of Duty since we were kind of here and you were talking about some of the top players. You know, right now the pros are struggling in Cold War. Um, because of skill, what they what they are saying is skill based matchmaking, and it's not really your stats they say are affecting it. I think they're trying to figure it out, but they were saying it's not your stats. It's kind of just like your overall life on Call of Duty. So if you've been playing since Call of Duty Four, like yourself, or you know even before that, they they're, they're kind of tracking you since you've had an Activision account, and, and so you know some of them can't even break two KDs. Um, so it, it leads into the question, I guess, of, you know, even when I started, which, you know, my first Call of Duty game, I would have to say was like Black Ops 2. Um, and I wasn't very good when I started. I got pub stumped yeah, in lobbies still, all the time. Good, so keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I got pub stumped in lobbies all the time. Um, and it's kind of interesting, you know, now to where, you know, you have these game creators and these gamers kind of want to coddle the new the new people um, and I turn them away and kind of get their new client base, which I understand. Um, but how do you feel about that? Should we go back to an era where, you know, you're kind of thrown to the Or should we stay in this era? They're not going to launch into a map, a match with like Optic Scump or anything like that immediately. Um, you have to be really good to get to that level. So, uh, do you think we should kind of stay where we are now or go back to kind of that open connection based matchmaking in Call of Duty? Uh, I mean, I'm all about nostalgia and uh, of things that used to be. And I, yes, it's always good to have change, but they're changing, like I said, they're changing something that already exists versus use that change to come up with something that's new. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I feel like changing it is dumb and they should have just stayed with what they had. Uh, you know, it's like having a formula and knowing what works or, or baking a cake and knowing, oh, well, if you put in all of these ingredients and you put them in this order, you're going to always get a cake. And uh, I think that to take that out and try and do something different, you might get a cake, but it's not going to taste the same, uh, just like you would inside the final product of, of this and those that enjoy that final product. You might still have a cake, but someone's going to be like, oh, this tastes like crap. Uh, it's because they added other things that shouldn't have been there versus sticking with what they already had that they knew that worked. Um, so I, I just feel like they should use that energy inside of newer games, newer concepts, newer stories so that you can you can make more money and, and sell more, um, you know, games and give more concepts that are different than the ones we already have. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess this kind of leads me to my next question, um, which is 
kind of on the lines of, you know, when you're joining, when you're new in a community um, and you're new to gaming, uh, you're trying to find your way um, and find people to play games with. Do you think it's hard now um, in this gaming space that we're in now to kind of find people to play games with, you know, to kind of get that group together that you can Definitely. get on a game with, games with? Definitely. I think, um, I don't want to say that it happened when they started to introduce party chat because now you're you're never exposed to newer people. You're always in the party with your friends. But I, I, I kind of want to say that that's the reason because when I use the example of the story that I told you about how IWMW or Saints and Sinners got started, mm-hmm. it was based not from my um, involvement with finding a love for Rainbow on Xbox that I've never played before at my friend's house, but it came from meeting somebody that told me about that, that I didn't know from around the world. And if that clan of mine would never have existed, if Party Chat was during that time, because I probably would have been in there talking to my friends or him talking to his friends and we never would have crossed paths. Right. Um, so, uh, definitely, I, I think so. Do you think that there's anything that we maybe as a gaming community could do, um, or maybe just the gaming companies in general can do to kind of reinvigorate that? Because, you know, you used to be able to get on and, and find new friends kind of in the gaming space. And I don't feel like, you know, that's the same. I'm kind of blessed in a way because I was able to do that. But that was through just like sheer luck. Before that, I was pretty much gaming on my own. Um, so do you think there's anything that, like a gaming company could do or like we as the gaming community could do to kind of make it easier for us to connect? Uh, well, that's out of my pay grade, but if I had to, to throw anything out, I would say that um, if you can popularize sex, drugs, and alcohol, then you can do it with gaming. Um, I think that they need to have new concepts that are just as popular as the ones that are popular to create a bigger variety. And they need to fix a lot of the things where people get upset about and stop gaming. You know, if, if somebody can get on and hack, then you're gonna lose the love for people wanting to game or game on that game. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, and, and I know, I'm sure that they do certain things, but you know, they're, they're spending billions and making billions to, to, to sell these games. Then the, the time and money needs to be invested to make sure that everything has been worked out. And I don't I don't work for a designing game designing company to understand the trials and tribulations they go through. I'm sure they're like, yeah, what we're working on is it's not as easy as blah, 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 because they understand it from being there. But I definitely would say that that is the thing that makes gaming not as fun. You know, before getting on this call with you, uh, you know, I'm playing Call of Duty and and to die on some bull shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, this game is stupid. Like, or I can't jump over a, a one foot, or I'm sorry, I can jump over like a one foot wall, but then I can't jump over a three foot wall. Like that makes no sense to me. Um, and, and then I died because of it. Like I'm running away from someone being shot and I can't jump over this three foot wall. Um, I can jump over this, or I can jump, you know what I mean. Don't have me try to do the problem story solving here thing. But you understand what I'm saying. Like it's it's easy inside of one aspect and harder in the other, and, and sometimes vice versa, where it's no consistency that makes it enjoyable. And so therefore I die on, on some bullshit. Or I know that I'm shooting at somebody, the icon is definitely on him, and they didn't die. Someone's shooting me with like when they the newest Call of Duty, not the newest one, but the newest one is um Black Ops Cold War. Yes. 
uh, the one before that was the one that I was playing. They had the uh, 725 shotgun that can shoot you across the map. Yeah. So it's just little things like that. Like you're a billion dollar company. You didn't already figure out that out or have people test that and say that that's bullshit. Like um, just fixing a lot of the things that make gaming not fun. Yeah. And I think that there need to be there needs to be more popularized um, hardcore gaming outlets similar to game battles. Um, now, I don't know if there are any, but I'm sure that there aren't as popular as game battles, at least prior to when I stopped gaming from a clan perspective. That was the only one that I knew of that was the most popular uh, one. And before that was Team Compete. Uh, so if you have different platforms that other people can go play on for other games, it opens up different avenues because they might say, oh, the really good players are on game battles, but I can still go on and, and do competitive gaming with not as good gaming people uh and and still have a love and a passion for it because i'm not as good then you open that door to more gamers being able to want to get on and play versus you have this one or big platform where it's like i can't i don't really i'm not good enough for those you know kind of play players to play so you never go that route um, yeah i think what you're bringing up is an interesting point and it kind of ties into the conversation we've been having uh so the competition and competitiveness of games. You know, I play video games to be competitive. I want to win, um, but not everybody does that. I feel like everyone has a, has a competitiveness, but they don't. Not everybody wants to be on game battles. You get it? You get what I'm saying? Like not everybody wants to do that or aspires to that level or thinks that they can get to that level. And that's kind of being brought to them with skill-based matchmaking. Um, you know, especially if they're really good, you know, or they're decent. Now they're being put up against really good people. And they're getting squashed like they were they would play you know a clan match on uh gb um, yeah, no, nobody was out there running 500 dashes uh when they were born and you had to learn how to crawl and walk before you can run and so <laughs> you know when you when you start off with you know you, you want to play like that but you're being matched up or playing with people that are so good they've been playing for years it takes away from the fun of it because you're, you're not spending the time playing. I mean, use, using FPS games as an example, I talk shit about people that play TDM because I say that it's for people that are inexperienced because they they can't play something where you have one life like Search and Destroy because they always go in there and die and then they're sitting there and waiting after the first 10 seconds. They want something where they can go in there and be able to die and come back and die and come back so they can get their experiences up. Now, a lot of people use that as an example to say, oh no, I do it because I want to level up a gun or a weapon, which you can do still inside of any game mode if you're as good. So to me, that's not a, 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 a relevant kind of excuse to use it really deals with the fact of dying so quickly and that's what happens when you're inside of rooms with monsters like me <laughs> yeah and i i get that and so the kind of the argument is is that you know this the competitiveness is driving casuals away you know people who play video games casually they don't want to be competitive they just want to get on and play a decent they want to be get on and play a decent match of you know call of duty or whatever they play and you know they they you know i might go 42 and 2 one match and then i might get snuffed the next but i'm having fun because it's casual and i at least i have a chance and you know people don't seem to feel like they have that chance anymore with kind of how the matchmaking scale is so i i kind of think that you know that's a, pro a problem um that will kind of see be addressed over time. I don't think that Call of Duty will get rid of skill-based matchmaking. 
um, you know, they're still continuing to make money off their games. So why would they get rid of something that they want to implement and that they patent? Uh, so I wouldn't expect them to get rid of it, but it's just going to be an issue that I think um, we should all keep our eyes out for, especially if you're in the gaming space and the gaming community. Um, so I guess my next question would be, um, you know, you talked about your your and I kind of wanted to delve into your you know your clan experience a little bit um what is it like you know kind of being in that group for people who don't know because you know this kind of my show Manny's Power Hours to kind of create that community and kind of show people what they can get for joining a community like this you know having teammates that you can play with or people that you can link up with what is it like having you know clan members that you can play matches with and kind of enjoy and have fun um, and maybe you can give us some of your like one of your memorable moments from IWNW formerly known as Saints and Sinners um it's great. I mean, I can't tell you how many different people around the world that I've never met before that have been inside of that clan. Um, I can't tell you how many friendships I have uh, made and many that I have lost. Um, <laughs> but there is, it's in the hundreds of how many people I've come across all around the world. And like I said, some of them have, are now like still to this day, like my closest friends, family, if anything. Um, I, I think that that aspect of doing gaming and meeting people around the world is is phenomenal because it you know it just it gets you into it's it's like going out into public and meeting new people but you're doing it on a platform that you love doing which is gaming um, and uh, for me with IWMW um, it was it was a blessing because I was able to meet people back in the day i don't know what it's like i haven't ran my clan in a while mm -hmm. um, but it was to a point where you can meet somebody of any age because like i said now everyone's playing it little kids that are eight years old and, and older guys that are 40 50 years old are gaming so i'm meeting all kinds of people and i'm meeting people where some are might be monsters at the game similar to me but a high majority are individuals that are terrible and i think with my experience i was able to take a lot out of gaming and teach a lot of those individuals that weren't experienced how to be monsters and so the thing that i appreciated yeah I, we had to lose a crap load of games until we got really good but it was the growth that i saw that made the journey so significant to me like uh, and, and well valued because i saw someone that was not good grow into becoming a monster and then i saw our record of not being good become a record where we're beating clan phase and optic gaming um so i think that that has always been something that i have um valued the most um so i got a couple more questions and then i'll let you go uh can you tell me what game you're most looking forward to game that i'm most looking forward to i mean it just came out so i don't i was Watchdog Legions. I've already beat it. Yeah. You know, so there really isn't a game that I can think of. Well, no. I, well, it's out already. The other one that I can think of is the Spider-Man game for PS5, and I don't have a PS5 yet. Uh, yeah. So you don't have it. So, so I mean, that cool. that is the game I'm looking forward to play uh, with Miles Morales. Um, and I didn't even play the original one, the one before that, uh, just because I didn't have a PlayStation uh, 4. So most of those are what i'm looking forward to whether they're released or not 
Um, and if people like in this community who watch this show um, want to reach out and game to you, is, can they get your gamer tag, uh, how to find you? And would you be willing to play games with some people if they reach out? I mean, definitely. If they want these hands, if they want this, <laughs> if they want this smoke, okay. If they think, oh, he's just bull. Everyone says they're good. Anybody can say that they beat Clan Phase and not the gaming. Blah blah blah. I've heard it all. All right. I I had people that were there that did it with me. I have nothing to hide. Go check my game battles. Whatever you want to do. Yes, you can look me up. It's in Matrix O I. That is all letters, no numbers, all one word. M Matrix. That's two M's. M-M-A-T-R-I-X-O-I. You can find me. You can look me up. Uh, I mainly, like I said, play uh, FPS games, but, you know, I'm open to play whatever. You know, if if we can find a way to get back on some of these old games and and you want those hands, we can get those hands inside those games, you know, whatever it takes. So, Uh, Last question. When you play video games with me again, the people want to know. The people want to know? Do they? Do they? The people want. The people want. I brought it up now. The people want to know. You're really putting me on the spot with this. <laughs> yeah. I. I <laughs> uh, huh? No answer. I. I. You know, there are. You. You came from an era where I had been shunned many a times, mm-hmm. and. You came from the last era of IWMW where I had said I've been shunned that last time. And it, and, and it has prevented my passion for wanting to competitively game. But, you know, it's, it's also the fear because um, like like most jobs, like if you if you love a job and you leave a job, you want to go back to that job or it's hard to leave that job. So for me, this clan has been around for so long and being around anybody that was a part of it or gaming with people from that were a part of it and may create that passion again where i'm just destined to be you know letting down the same path as before uh, i can't so really answer so i can't answer the question say, you can't answer <laughs> the question so that's a yes folks uh well, well I, are you asking will i game with you at all or, yeah, or like in casual, casual gaming we don't have to be competitive you know, I think, you know, what I'll do is, well, uh, once I put this interview out, I'll, I'll try to get with you and we can play some Modern Warfare and I'll put that gameplay up and um, we'll kind of talk about it and hopefully we can get some good moments from it about how, you know, I'm caring, but well, that's neither here nor there. Well, you're one of those individuals I talk about that like to play TDM and we know <laughs> the people that like TDM, how good they are. I'm a monster. That's all I have to say. Um, I'm sorry that you got into a TDM match with a whole bunch of eight-year-olds that you were able to kill, and <laughs> all of a sudden you're a monster. But that's not how it works. Um, literally, for any kind of skill that you may have at an FPS game, it whether you will agree or not, it came from me and IWMW. You learned a lot in terms okay, of gaming so... and FPS gaming. So let me ask you that question, even though I know you won't tell the truth. Am I right? Uh, no, um, you're wrong. You're I'm, full of I'm shit. naturally God gifted. Uh, you're full of shit at playing video games. Um, I may have picked up little small tidbits uh, from my time at IWNW that it made me even more of a monster. But I, you know, it's hard to go up when you start at you know you're just at the top tier. You know, there's nowhere for you to go down, so it's hard to kind of improve. But you know, I try every day. That's the goal, just to get better. Uh, you know, so that's my answer. <laughs> 
Um, I, I'm looking in your eyes on the camera. It's like filling up with brown. It's brown. I, I don't. Anyway, um, I, you know, it's neither, neither here nor there. You don't need to admit it. Just like I, I don't need to give you an answer. We'll, we'll just see. We'll see. <laughs> um. So I just want to. Uh, I kind of. I, I said last question, but I kind of want to get your thoughts, and I'll. I'll get all my guest thoughts on. Uh, um what they feel like you know having a community probably like manny's power hour will kind of add to the space um you know my goal is to kind of make it easier for people to find those friends and to connect and us kind of laugh and you know have our thing going on um and so is that something you think that's needed um it, it definitely is a different outlet so you know especially um Pending the popular uh, popularization, did I make up that word? Popularization. I feel like that's not a made-up word. Like it's a real word. I think it's a real <laughs> word too. Uh, the popularization of of your 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 show and your, your this on this channel um, is that it gives people that aren't as good a way to come here and voice their thoughts about everything that relates to game uh, gaming and their experience uh, with gaming. Uh, and I think that that if that becomes popular or is popularized the popularization of that uh will be a, a voice that those that make games can listen to uh and, and i was just you know one one millionth of that uh that voice today well, i appreciate it i appreciate your time um that's all we have for to get for today guys please like comment um share subscribe um and I just want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank my guest, Matrix, for coming on. Now you guys know who Matrix is, so you won't be confused. Um, but thank you. Uh, this has been another great episode of Manny's Power Hour, and I will see you next time. Huh.